that's all the things going on in and around and down and up and across your face everyone it's me Ben Rosenthal with the worst intros ever continuing into this mini podcast spoiler cast for Pokemon Sword and Shield more specifically Shield because that's the one I'm playing with my own very two hands. I'm Ben Rosenthal. I am one of the hosts of Hack the Dino. You may see me over at Hack the Dino on YouTube, which is youtube.com backslash Hack the Dino, or you may hear me talking during the Critical Path, our nonsense news variety show, which you can hear on the very podcast app you're listening to now, or across any podcast app that you can get your greasy little but well-trimmed hands on. Well-trimmed. I don't know where that came from. Can you see how it threw me? Well-trimmed. Why would you trim your hands? I guess you trim your nails, but nails really aren't part of your hands, are they? Anyway, I am uh, documenting my journey through the Galar region as the up-and-coming champion as previous Pokemon games have led me to believe. A little bit of background for those of you just joining us in Episode 6 for reasons. Uh, I've played and owned every single mainstream Pokemon game. I played Pokemon Red and Blue when I was, I think, 13 years old. So yes, I'm an old man, and I still play little kids' games. So what? Don't care. Don't grow up. It's a trap. Uh, Where we left it last time, we were in Hammerlock City. Cool. My handwriting's very messy. I almost read that as something else. Two C's in Hammerlock. Yeah. But we'd just seen Bede be carried away by a uh, crazy old stalker woman to go and run her place of business. Um, <clears throat> good luck with that, Bede. hope that uh, perm works out for you. So we are on our way to Route 7 to go to the next town and the next gym. But before we do that, we bump into Sonya yet again. So I'm calling it now. Uh, Professor Magnolia, completely redundant in this game. Not needed at all. She didn't give you your Pokemon. She doesn't see you during the trip. You don't even talk to her. She just sits in her house in a nice little retirement village and cries about Dynamax. Cool. Uh, So, the power plant that powers all of Galar's electricity, which is owned and operated and run by Chairman Rose, uh, rumbles. Uh, And Leon joins us and goes, Oh, what's going on? And Sonya repeats that uh, it sort of rumbled and that she thinks that uh, Rose is experimenting again. And a warning pops up on their little Dynamax band saying that uh, Hammerlock is almost a Dynamax zone, not just the stadium. Um, because that's how Dynamax works. They build them on uh, hot spots where Pokemon are able to Dynamax. So think of it like the house in Poltergeist um, or the the hotel in The Shining. They built it on a Indian burial ground and then were haunted by murderous spirits. This is kind of like that, but they're battling huge giant versions of fake monsters with laser beams. Fun times. Uh, So the big concern here, according to the storyline, is that Pokemon would be able to Dynamax in the wild outside the vicinity of the main stadium, which would, of course, cause match, max, match, mass, that's the word, mass, death, destruction, toil, heartache, and, I'm hoping, an appearance of Ultraman. That's the Pokemon I want. That's the hero we need in this Pokemon universe. Ultraman, make it happen. Uh, Leon says he'll look into it and runs off in the other direction because he's an idiot. Uh, We then go across a bridge and bump into Hop again. He's once again got a 
another team shakeup. Uh, he. he uh, oh, hang on, no, that's later, isn't it? Yes, yeah, sorry, that's later. We bump into Hop, and this is where he's frustrated that he lost to uh, Bede earlier, and he's feeling really, really down on himself, and he can't be the best if he lets someone like Bede defeat him. And he, he's he's almost angry, but he's not. Uh, it's sort of like you can tell now he's trying to live up to the idea and the reputation of his brother, and he has to beat his brother. He he has to be better than his brother but it's just not working. He doesn't have the talent of his brother and it's really starting to get to him. Uh, he said to finish it off, he wants to beat Lee at any cost. And I'm sniffing, sniffing a hill turn. That's right. I think uh, I think Lee is going to get corrupted by uh, Oliana or whoever uh, Rose's assistant is. And I think she's going to offer him the power to Dynamax anywhere, and he's going to take it, and his Pokemon are going to run rampant, and he won't be able to calm them down because he's not a good trainer. Yada, 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 that'll be how it goes. Uh, so I beat him. He, he had another little sook. Uh, I'm on Route 7, on my way to Route 8, and I came across a Perserker, which I think is an alternate evolution for Meowth. That's pretty awesome. Um, they're really loving Meowth lately. Like, he's got two forms in this game and now a different evolution uh looks cool looks more like his galarian form but uh, he's got swords for um like he's got wolverine claws that come in and out so that's pretty cool uh on route eight uh nothing much happens so like ruins you work your way through ruins and uh, there's a couple of bug pokemon and fire pokemon funnily enough a uh, couple of stone guys there uh, nothing really of notice. Another campsite. Uh, the lady who has the campsite has all the Eevee evolutions, so uh, go in there. I don't know if it adds to your Pokédex or not, but they're all in there. You can go make some curry for them. Incidentally, I hate the curry thing. Why? Why would I bother making curry? It, it's ridiculous. I didn't. I don't like it. I barely appreciated it in Breath of the Wild. I don't want to cook curry or poffins or whatever other bollocks they come up with uh, mini games in Pokémon. <sighs> Get off my lawn. Anyway, uh, I came up to, along the path of Route 8 to, I can't read my writing, um, the, the snow town. <laughs> Not that snow town, though. Um, it, it's, uh, Chris, 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 snow town. I can't call it that. Ice town. It, I came up to Ice town. So I wonder which type of Pokemon I'm going to be fighting here. Um, I got a little weird larvae snow Pokemon. Uh, my Ponyta evolved into a Rapidash at level 40. Uh, looked around, went into some hotels. There was a little uh, pantomime scene that you had to be a part of with uh, Detective Howes, who was just a random NPC. He was solving a mystery of who stole all the berries from down in the foyer. Uh, God, I don't know. You, had to, you, you were his assistant for reasons, because you walked in. To his hotel room. So I don't know what's stranger. The fact that he just made you who is assistant. Or just the fact that he you, you can just walk into hotel rooms. Unannounced and uninvited. Uh, so he says you have to work out what the who the culprit is. So there was a little boy. There was an old man. And there was a dancer lady. And you go to the little boy. And he goes oh I don't know where my Pokemon is. And I'm, well okay there you go. The Pokemon's got free and it's eaten all. They're all innocent. But no you had to go through the whole thing. The guy goes no I can't eat it because I'm old. The dancer goes, no, I don't eat it because I've got a big dance thing. 
Uh, the detective goes, you, dancer, you ate it because you move your body around a lot, so you need all that energy. And she went, no, I did not. And then the kid's Pokemon appears, and it's got berry smears all over its mouth, and the game spells it out to you over the course of about a minute and a half that the Pokemon, who's just appeared with berry stains all over it, he ate it. Anyway, you solve that, and you get something. It's really a wide lens. Whatever. Over the other side, there's another hotel, and this is where your Game Freak staff are. So once you've completed the Pokédex and become the champion, don't forget to go back there in Ice Town and get your certificate for catching all the Digital Mans. Uh, then it's time for the gym. Again, not a big town. There's a little uh, pool in the middle, a heating, a heating play, a bathhouse, heating bathhouse for Pokémon only. Uh, it's been there since the two heroes first defended Galar. Galar. Uh, Galar. Uh, so, yeah, you go in, uh, the gym leader is Melanie, and she's an ice trainer. So you go in to do the task, and you're given two paddle things, one in each hand, and it's an invisible trap detector, and what happens is it rumbles more vigorous vigorously as you get close towards a pitfall. Um, so at first I took it really slow and managed to avoid it on the first room, uh, not a problem, defeated a trainer easy uh they were all snow so i was thinking i was going to be in a bit of trouble because i didn't have any ice pokemon so i think that i used my gyarados and just aquatailed them which is aiming to take care of them uh in the next two rooms i just couldn't be bothered trying to be careful so i thought oh, i wonder what happens if i just leg it you do fall down holes but only put you back to where you were before so you don't lose any health you don't lose any stats there's no punishment you just fall down a hill and you have to go again and the holes stay there so you can just avoid them very carefully uh, towards the end, I just legged it through and fluked it. Um, so again, not the most challenging or, you know, interesting challenge, but eh, it's something different. I like the way that they're uh, mixing it up a little bit. On to Melanie herself, and she has a, a Galarian Darma uh, Darmantian. So the Darmantian usually is a fire type. This one was a snow type. Now, I only bring this up because it, it went into Zen mode, where it turns into a hopping snowman that I think has uh, ice fire typing. Uh, I have to look more into that, but that's pretty cool. Uh, another weird Pokemon she had was uh, uh, SQ, I think that's how it's pronounced. It was basically a penguin with an ice cube head. Um, and then when you attack it, that head acts as a shield, much like Mimikyu's disguise does, and it breaks. But if it's hailing, it can reform that, uh, that shield. Sorry, that ice head. Uh, I've done like five of these in one day. My voice is going very, very quickly. Um, so I ended up using my Michael Bolton to uh, paralyze it and just chipped away at him until he was done. And then her final Pokemon was a Gigantamax Lapras. Uh, so me being the cocky person that I am, I thought, you know what? I'm going to pull out my Rillaboom. And I did. My giant Super Saiyan monkey, my Super Saiyan kicked his but several ways to Sunday. Um, yeah, so I won. Kicked its butt. Thank you very much. I'll take my badge. Uh, Sonya's waiting for you outside and wants you to go to a restaurant to celebrate. So Hop's there as well. Uh, she notices a pick on the wall. A pick. Sorry, I've written pick. A picture on the wall. Uh, and realizes it's part of the tapestry that's ripped off and been lost for years hanging up in this pub. <laughs> Okay, and uh, yeah, it's just on the wall of this pub, and it, it tells the story, no, not the story, um, 
it shows the two heroes without their sword or shield looking very, very sad. And she's getting an idea of piecing together this mystery of where the two heroes went. Uh, and her line is, Perhaps you two can become two new heroes. And I just went, Ah, that's where this game's going. Okay. So where I thought it was going somewhere original and maybe somewhere a little bit surprising? Nah. I should have known better. Bad me. Anyway, for whatever reason, Hop decides it's time for you to battle again. He's changed his lineup once again. His Wooloo has changed into a double, which I didn't mind, actually. I think it's a bit of a tank Pokemon. A bit of a ram head. Still very puffy. Um, but yeah, still managed to take it out, even though it had defense curl majority of the time. Uh, and I'll tell you one thing. Hop really needs to stop it with the Hyper Potions. Really, I don't know what everyone else's playthroughs were, but I reckon each Pokemon got at least one Hyper Potion, and it just made it really frustrating, especially when one of his Pokemon is a Snorlax tank. I'm just lucky that he kept using things like Glare, <laughs> because that's a useless move. Um, right, where are we now? Route 9. Oh yeah, Route 9. So you're traveling down Route 9, uh, it's a lot more ice, and then it starts to come out to water with some glaciers, and you bump into two Team Yell members, and they won't let the guy who originally gave you the Rotom bike through. Uh, so he says, hey, if you can beat these Rotom, uh, these Team uh, Yell guys, I'll make your bike <laughs> rideable on water. Sweet. So it defeated them, and my bike can now ride on water. Uh, which is really cool, actually, because you could be riding down the hill and just go, boom, straight on. You, ever, you see that Bond film, I forget, Live and Let Die, maybe, where he has the aquatic car? Yeah, like that, but a lot more cooler, because you're a Pokemon trainer and not a misogynist, I think. Mm. Make it past uh, Route 9, all the way down to that name of that town that I didn't write down, but it's the name of uh, the next town that you need to... Fight! It's a dark-type gym leader, uh, but it's all boarded up and closed down and no one can get in. And then off to the side you hear, his, you hear hey you, whatever your name is. Uh, and it's Marnie calling you to come on. Come on in. She knows a back way. So you go around the back, she goes, ah, uh, before I let you in, you have to battle me. And this was the toughest battle yet. Uh, it, it was purely because she had a variety of Pokemon um, and knew how to use them. Unlike the gym leaders who sort of just rely on you know throwing attacks at you Marnie actually used potions and use uh, status changes and um, type typing uh, not not to a huge extent but enough that it, it was a slight bit of a challenge anyway you beat her you're granted entrance and this is Marnie's hometown this is where she grew up this is where she has her most support so I am right now on the path to go up against the seventh gym leader I don't know what his name is but I know that he has Dark-type Pokemon. What will I do? Spoiler, I'm going to beat him. And I'm going to go to the 8th gym. And we're getting very, very close to the end of the game. So, I'm going to call this episode done for now. Uh, remember, head on over to youtube.com backslash hackthedino and subscribe and like our videos. We do a whole heap of stuff over there. Dan live uh, streams on Twitch. Brayden, who is our uh, sort of uh, vision switcher and editor, he does a little series called Nostalgia where the youngest member of our team looks back on games from when we were kids and he wasn't even born yet and interviews a, variety, a, a wide variety of people. Um, I did an unboxing, something I swore I'd never do. That's over on the channel. I'm quite disgusted by it. 
But please head on over there, youtube.com backslash hack the dino. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. I don't know why I'm still talking. You turned it off about two minutes ago. But if you are still listening, you're so much better than those people. Look at you. Look how awesome you are. Your teeth are fantastic. You must take really good care about them. Do you work out? You work out because no one who doesn't work out has that kind of that aura about them. Well done. You're freaking brilliant. Good on you. Good on you.